0: Welcome to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Estimuno, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know, the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show. with your host, Jose Estimuno. On the show today, um, I got a special friend, and not only do I have a special friend, uh that's on the show today but she's actually here with me in the VIP show podcast room i feel her energy um i feel, I feel um just her knowledge we uh, Erica Garcia on the show thank you Erica I am so Thank happy, you. so happy to have you here. so happy to Thank be here. Thank you. All the way from Mexico, Cancun, Mexico, everybody. Um, if you've never been, you should go. Mexico is one of the most beautiful, beautiful countries this world um, has created. I've been to Mexico many, many, many times. Um, never been to Cancun, you know. You know, hope transparency here, but I've been to Guadalajara, I've been to... Puebla uh many times i've had the the dear pleasure to be invited to speak at different places uh, thank you for being on the show i'm i'm so excited we're going to talk about so many things for for those of you guys that are listening maybe not maybe not watching Erica Garcia is the founder um of a of a very 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 cool innovative uh company uh Cancun carts is one of her biggest projects right within mm-hmm. within this company if anything if if how would you say you're in the hospitality industry, tourism industry, right? Mm-hmm. But you're also in the nonprofit world a little mm-hmm. bit because you've been able to merge tourism for profit with nonprofit, right? Been exactly. able to help a lot of people, a lot of heroes um, who've, who've really been in the front lines of, of COVID-19, mm-hmm. nurses, doctors. Mm-hmm. You've been able to give them give them some sort of, you know, a, a escape, right, from their day to day. Thank you for being on the show. If I could say, there's so many things to describe you, but what is the one thing? If you can describe Erica Garcia, let me not make it too hard in two to three sentences. How will how you do that?
1: An enthusiast of uh, life uh, that loves people and wants to live, leave this uh, world uh, much better than than she found it.
0: I love it. Who who is Erica Garcia? Not today, because I know today you're the very successful woman, serial entrepreneur, little girl Erica. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's go way back. Who 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 were you? What made you the woman that you are today? Because I think a lot of the, the the experiences that we face as children in the beginning is what makes us today. Who is Erica Garcia? Way back.
1: Well, Jose, thank you very much for having me here, sure. uh, live in person, feeling this cozy warmth uh, cabin, and. I like to say that I've come a long way and uh, related to the American dream, I could call it the Mexican dream. But Mm -hmm. my Mexican dream is is the dream of a woman and a woman that started as as a very restless uh, girl with ADD that fortunately my mother was a teacher and she never agreed to give me any kind of pills. And -hmm. because on top of that, I was Mm left-handed and I had some dyslexia. Oh, I love (laughs) it. Uh, She said, uh, let's channel her energy another way. So Mm -hmm. I had the privilege of having a mother with a lot of wisdom Mm -hmm. that because she was a teacher in a private school, I had access Mm -hmm. to growing up in one of the top three schools Mm -hmm. in Mexico, the schools where you had uh, sons of ambassadors and children of ambassadors, and not only uh, the millionaires, but it was also uh, the entrepreneurs. So Mm -hmm. I grew up with abundance, uh, knowing what success was Mm -hmm. around me, but I didn't identify it as a lack of because I grew up in that school. Mm-hmm. So I only knew that I could express myself and be myself because of that school. So mm-hmm. I'm very blessed to have had that. But I was a restless girl that identified uh, in her adolescence that there was a social difference, that where I lived wasn't where my friends lived, mm-hmm. that the stress that my mother had and the and the problems that she faced and how she expressed them were definitely not the same way Mm -hmm. that were expressed with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I started feeling that energy of tension, of frustration, of not enough, and of scarcity. Mm -hmm. And I heard scarcity so much that I didn't want to be around scarcity. Mm -hmm. So what I did is, in this restlessness, and because I didn't want to hear my parents fight over money or fight over personal situations of their marriage, I decided that I couldn't be in that environment. So I invented my, I invented things to do. Mm-hmm. So I joined the church, mm-hmm. uh, the Catholic church. I was in the chorus, even though mm-hmm. I didn't know how to sing, but I was there, and I would show up just to be there. I would go to the catechism, then mm-hmm. I would go to the retreats, I would volunteer, whatever, whatever it took. Mm-hmm. Then I loved dancing, so I convinced my parents to take me to learn uh, uh, ballet. But then it was too early for me to go on toes and I was bowlegged. So Mm -hmm. because I was bowlegged, the teacher said, well, you're not going to be able to make it as Mm -hmm. a ballet dancer. So I said, but I want to dance. So they accepted me at a jazzercise. Back then it was jazzercise. So I Uh started dancing. And dancing allowed me to be myself, Mm -hmm. to feel free. Sure. And I used to dance Donna Summer and I used to dance mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. And I, I used to, I, mean, I love it that their songs in, in those times of the, of the eighties were great. And what I did with that is I had the ability to convince mm-hmm. my mother to take me to casting classes. And in those casting, I was able to stay mm-hmm. and be in some of these television shows, como juguemos a cantar and things like that with wow. Raul Velasco. Yeah. And I ended up creating income at 14 years old because I would stay in one place for dancing or I would be in the Pedrito Fernandez uh, a mus- musical mm-hmm. or uh, or at another one, and that would create income. So my mom let me because in a way I was helping her, helping her but right. I was always uh, contained. So so that was me. That was me just restless and always pushing the boundaries.
0: Let, let me just listen to and I want to just look at the camera here for a second, just... 14 years old, everybody. I mean, it, so many people out there, Erica, that just, you know, just find excuses and limiting beliefs. They operate out of scarcity. Um, your parents, my parents, I mean, just many people, family members, right? We know them. We know so many of them um, that the system taught them how to operate under certain situations and that you were able to, as, as you and I were talking uh, backstage a little bit, is you have learned how to operate out of the box. I don't think out of the box from the very beginning. You did it when you were 14, when you said, you know what? Like, I got to just branch out. I got to just figure this out at 14 years old, right? At 14 years old, I didn't even know anything. I, I mean, I I knew my basic 14-year-old things, but that, that's about it. So that's, I commend you for that. That's that's really, yeah. really amazing. And you're an inspiration to so many little girls and little boys that today, right, might be listening, might be watching YouTube or be on Instagram, trying to, right, get motivated, get inspired. And they might listen to a story like yours and say, wow, Erica just is not the successful entrepreneur that she is today, which she is, but she was actually a successful entrepreneur at 14 years old, even though you didn't even know what to call it. You were making money. You were helping your mom at 14. I mean, that is amazing, amazing, amazing. I- I wanted to start the show today with that question because I wanted to go a little bit back. I wanted to go into your subconscious. I wanted to see because that, thats how. That's just a fact. That's how we operate. We had we had Ed Milet on the show uh, like like ten it. days ago, he was so uh, and he he's amazing. And and I asked him that very question and said. Were you an entrepreneur um, since you were, you know, 10 years old because you were so successful, you know, everything that you've done for people across the world, right? Um, and, and he had a different situation than you did, but I just love to do that. Who was Erica right at the beginning, right? Now, let's let's go forward a, a couple more years, right? Today, you run one of the biggest hospitality tourism companies um, in the world, certainly in Mexico, Um what is, what brought you, what inspired you to start this with your co-founders? You know, what, what happened? What came through your mind to say, I want to get into this business. I want to bring more people to Mexico to know, to know my country.
1: My passion, in reality, is people, Uh and I wanted to be connected to to people. Mm -hmm. So I had the privilege, thanks to Affirmative Action, Mm -hmm. and to my aunt and uncle, Roberto and Teresa de la Rosa, that were activists with the Cesar Chavez movement in California, I had the privilege of being an exchange student in the United States. So even though I graduated in Mexico, I graduated high school again wow. in Porterville High School, went to San Luis Obispo, mm-hmm. Cal Poly, and then ended up in UC Irvine. So when you have a Bachelor of Arts in Mass Communications, mm-hmm. I did it because I wanted to be the a sportscaster. Mm-hmm. That's what I really wanted to be. And mm-hmm. I had the privilege of being in Univision, that's where I did my internship, wow. and I learned so much from Teresa Rodriguez. Back mm-hmm. then, she had a program called Portada, mm-hmm. and it was precisely when the Berlin Wall was uh, was coming down. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I, I'm I'm saying this is because when I was there in the United States, and when I learned, I knew the drive that people have,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I experienced in California what it meant to what you call hustle or whatever it is, but that drive. So when I went back to Mexico City with a degree, I had that hustle and that drive. Mm -hmm. And my friends were worried about who was going to go and pick them up to go dancing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not that person anymore. I am different. And after living alone in California for four years, you go back to the apartment where you grew up Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore, right? (laughs) I need something better. So I happened to... I don't know, by, by an act of God, I had the opportunity to show up to an interview where they needed a PR person for Cozumel for a hotel. Mm-hmm. So I was hired. So instead of being frustrated in Mexico City, making $70 a month with wow. a degree, Amazing. working in, in a, in a, in a news, news station mm-hmm. for a sports program where a man told me a woman will never ever be on TV, talking about sports. You're crazy. You should go and get a boyfriend and Mm -hmm. do telenovelas. And and I was so offended, so I left him, right? And that was the best gift because when I accepted the unknown and Mm -hmm. I took precisely that job in Cozumel, Mm -hmm. I learned that I could be just as passionate about people and that I could impact people by being proud of my country and showing them how beautiful it was and thanking them for visiting us. And mm. that's what I did. So my first job was of a PR, of a PR uh, person for that. a hotel in Cozumel. Mm. Long story short, I've been 35 years in the hospitality di- industry. So yeah, I've maybe. done from PR to sales to groups to mm. conventions to collections. Everything. Everything. So the only thing that I did know is that the operations of a hotel, I wasn't interested. I mean, I'm not against uh, cleaning a room or whatever. I did that enough, but Mm -hmm. I wanted the sales, the interaction Mm -hmm. going out there. So that's where it came from. And crisis. September 11 Mm -hmm. was the detonator for me to realize that I wanted to be an entrepreneur but mm-hmm. that i say now in hindsight mm-hmm. i had no idea mm-hmm. that i was building a business mm-hmm. all i knew is that there was an opportunity when that when that crisis hit the united states and i just asked mm-hmm. my back then husband and my business partner what can we do for those people mm-hmm. now that they're here with us to make sure that they feel okay while they go back to their homes, the ones that mm-hmm. wanted to. So we were there 100% present. And second, how am I going to solve the issue of opening up tourism to more countries mm-hmm. so that we do not just depend on one market and on one source of revenue? Mm-hmm. And that curiosity allowed me to try to fix a gap Mm -hmm. And find a solution. We sometimes feel that being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. is reinventing the wheel. And it's not. Mm -hmm. There's so many innovations out there. Maybe you just have to tap into it. Maybe you just have to adopt it. Maybe you just have to tweak it and adapt it. And that's, that's the angle. And that's what I did. Wow.
0: I love it. I mean, so much golden nuggets within what you just said. I think first and foremost, two things that that, that you said that that caught my eye and, and caught my attention. And it's number one: uh, you jumped into the unknown, right? When when this former boss of yours says, "No, you're never going to be a sports commentator. You're you're only good enough to be in the telenovelas." Um, in the moment, it was a crisis, but you found opportunity within that crisis. Today, you understand that it's a it was a gift in disguise, mm-hmm. right? So. That is one thing that I think a lot of young entrepreneurs don't understand. There's gonna be roadblocks along the way many times, right? Um, that you're gonna to have to figure out if you can't break that wall, you gotta figure out how to go above the wall, under the wall, create a bridge, I mean create a stairs, whatever the case may be, but figure out a way. God, the universe, Allah, whoever is trying to tell you there's, they're trying to teach you a lesson. All the mistakes that we experience in life are lessons, are opportunities. Um, every crisis that governments, countries have gone through are opportunities. COVID-19 was an opportunity for certain things, right? That doesn't go without ignoring. Obviously, people died that our hearts go out to, to so many people and so many souls. But, but I, I, I think you learned from a very young age again. Um, that that even though you had challenges, you understood. Most people will say, "Oh, I'm in. I give up. That, that I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur." You just sort of kept going. You said an interesting thing too, which drives me to my next question, and it's a question of sales. Sales is is everything, right? I mean, it's just, you can't survive. Very, you, you know, couples sell, you know, from a, not from a manipulative state, but it's just we sell each, you know, to everything, right? I mean, a husband to a wife, uh, just at the coffee shop. From a business perspective, obviously everything, everything and ev- and anything is sales right um or, or or friend Grant Cardone, right has a book uh, which is sell or be sold mm-hmm. i mean that that just happens in every trans- human transaction that we go through. What would you say is the biggest piece of advice uh, for folks who are starting their own business today? How do you become a successful sales uh, woman or salesman?
1: Nowadays, I would say. Have a clear intention Mm -hmm. uh, on who you're trying to serve in the business or solution or service that Mm -hmm. you're trying to offer. Mm -hmm. Be very clear. If it is a niche market, Mm -hmm. start there. Go to the minimum viable product. Go to the micro niche. Kids Mm -hmm. are dreamers, and I love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Millennials. Are dreamers and they take action Mm -hmm. but they unfortunately a lot of them still believe that it is the story of overnight success Mm -hmm. it is the followers in Instagram business is not about followers Mm -hmm. in Instagram it's Mm -hmm. only a part there needs to be a transaction Mm -hmm. there needs to be a transaction so have very clear that person or Entity that you are offering your service Mm -hmm. or your solution, learn, be obsessed. Mm -hmm. How do they think if it's a woman or it's a man, what hurts them? Mm -hmm. What keeps them up at at night? You literally have to dig into the behavior and and visualize Mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. So this is where your client or potential client is today. Mm -hmm. And this is your solution. And then on the right side visualize how he or she mm-hmm. will feel mm-hmm. on this side by using your service or using you as an employee mm-hmm. or using your solution and what are you going to solve if you define those two then you have a clear intention and then you can create in the middle the roadmap, which mm-hmm. is what am I going to, how am I going to deliver that? Mm -hmm. What is the offer? What is the offer? Mm -hmm. And it has to be an outstanding, audacious uh, uh, offer. Mm -hmm. What is your differentiator? Mm -hmm. It's okay to talk about your competitors, not in a bad way. Say, I'm so glad that him and she exist, but I offer this together. Mm -hmm. And you have to show up and you have to do the work. Mm -hmm. And... Being in sales is life, yeah. and you can't deny it. Not even a pastor, because they, you are selling ideas. Mm-hmm. You are you are selling almost everything. And you, if the intention is to serve, the money comes later. Mm-hmm. And people sometimes want to sugarcoat sales. Oh, we don't sell. Oh, we're so corporate. <laughs> we're not so. No, you do. And uh, but have that clear intention, and don't try to sell everyone. Just choose that micro-niche, start with that micro-niche, test it, and then tweak it, and then you could expand on that.
0: Amazing. You know, I, I, we got to talk about Cancun Cards. You guys have been in the market for a long time. Uh, in terms of revenue, you guys have almost, I mean, a little bit close to a billion dollars, mm-hmm. right, since oh2 uh,
1: Exactly. Since 02. 02
0: this woman right here, Powerhouse, has... Uh, in revenue over, I mean, almost a billion dollars. I mean, that's a lot of zeros. I mean yes. And you need to be proud of that. You need to be proud of that. I uh, am. Yeah. I mean, how did you ever think Cancun Cards will be in the place that it is today? Uh, what keeps you driven? What keeps you ambitious when it comes to this project? Tell our viewers, you know, why Cancun Cards It's important and everything you're doing today in terms of helping frontliners with COVID-19. A lot of, lot of pieces to that
1: yes. question, but... The reason why I'm proud is because if you Should think about it, to totally to actually right, sell a holiday them. one by one, $7.99, one by one by one by one, it takes a village. So the first thing that I recognize is we are not in a world of me, I. We are in a world of we. And the power of collaboration is huge now more than ever. Before we used to compete and try to beat. Mm. Now we must collaborate. So this happened because of we, because of the great woman. And I say women and men, mm-hmm. but I mostly have women in my in my organization, Amazing. 57% and in top. And and I did it since the beginning, not based on being a woman, mm-hmm. based on talent and qualifications. And I'm very proud of that. So yeah. it is it yeah. is the power of collaboration. And we did it as a we. The other thing that I believe allowed us to be successful is to commit to what Tony Robbins calls never-ending uh, growth, right? Mm-hmm. Commit mm-hmm. to never-ending improvement, never-ending mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. The minute I stop being a student or my leaders stop being students, mm-hmm. the minute we get cocky and comfortable, that's the minute, and, and it's proven to us. Yeah. I've gotten comfortable, and you go way back. Mm-hmm. So if we learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable the only thing that will happen is that we will grow Mm -hmm. and one thing that I did that was crucial well actually were two things Mm -hmm. number one was hire people that are smarter than you Mm -hmm. sometimes our ego and our insecurities do not allow us to hire amazing people because we don't want someone in the office that is prettier than us, smarter than us. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. that's just insecurity. Don't do that because you are cutting yourself short. Hire people that are smarter than you because then they will surround Mm -hmm. around you Mm -hmm. and then you can give them the vision and the mission and then they will tell you how we can make that happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what I did that that was great. And the second is I learned to delegate. Mm -hmm. once we were there so that I could go back and bring more business. Mm -hmm. And if you have that mindset of, I want it to be, I want to impact X amount of people, but I want to do everything, Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen. You You cannot be the talent, Mm -hmm. the manager, the entrepreneur, the accountant. Even though we do multitask as interpreters, it doesn't mean that VIP media would impact and help us mm-hmm. and other businesses sure. if you would do everything. It's impossible. It's impossible. So, so think of a collective and, and now more, more than ever. And the resilience comes from mm-hmm. sitting in that problem and analyzing it as the way it is, mm-hmm. not as the way you see it. Because we tend to see problems mm-hmm. not as they are.
0: As we we see, them. see them
1: as we see them. Mm. And if we are at a dark place, then the problem is
0: bigger than so uh, you
1: got to make sure that you isolate the problem yeah. mastermind with people, even outside your office, yeah. because they will give you a, a perspective. And that's why the power of masterminds mm. today is, is crucial. Yeah. Even just benchmarking with other entrepreneurs and giving you another angle yeah. is great. And, invest in yourself. And when I say invest in yourself, it doesn't mean another Gucci bag. It doesn't mean another shoes. Yeah, you could give yourself stuff like that. But I would rather spend thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. in being in places where I have proximity Mm -hmm. to greatness, because not only I learn, Mm -hmm. but I also network. And you never know if the person that's there is going to be your next business partner.
0: Mm-hmm. they say network is your net worth, right? They say you are the, the average of the five people that you hang out with. I mean, everything you're saying is, it's so amazing. I mean, it's, look, if you're listening to this podcast, you better put this on replay a couple of times uh, when you're going on your walks um, and everything you're doing, you know, if you're in New York, in the subway, driving, listen to this podcast, everybody, because Eric has giving you the keys, the keys. You know, they say, you know, they talk, there's so much nonsense out there that people talk about overnight success. Look, overnight success exists. Guess what? It takes 10 years. Of course. It takes 15 years yeah. of work and just grind and going yeah. and going You know, after what already yeah. is meant to be yours. But you got to believe in yourself. Uh, I want to talk about another aspect that's so important, and it's meditation, spirituality. You and I talked about the importance of walking meditation. For example, for me, I do this almost every morning. I see. Um, I want to talk a little bit about. There's a two-piece question to this. Number one, what's your routine? Because you're you're such a successful woman. You have to have some sort of routine, um, especially the morning routine is so important. What's your morning routine like and how important is meditation, spirituality, and all that type of stuff for you?
1: I adopted meditation in my life on a consistent basis two years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was introduced to it uh, eight years ago. Uh, I didn't realize I was meditating, Mm -hmm. and Dr. Joe Dispenza walked into... uh, In New Zealand, Mm -hmm. we were uh, with a platinum partnership with Tony Robbins, Mm -hmm. and we were there, we were there, and Tony wanted someone to prime us mentally, Uh, because he was going to send us to jump off of of bungees, the biggest one in the world, to be on these rapid uh, 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 vehicles in the the ocean, I mean, Mm. all these things that he had, because... Uh, adventures and being uncomfortable this was, here, this was here in Florida?
0: This was in New Zealand. Oh, this was in
1: New Zealand. Seven New Zealand, years yeah. ago. Wow. So the the Community of Platinum Partnership of mm. Tony Robbins, we went there. And Dr. Joe Dispenza mm. was writing his book, I Didn't Know, mm-hmm. The Supernatural, and uh-huh. he was on his way to Australia to give a progressive course. Okay. And Tony said, my voice is not good. Mm-hmm. Could you please talk to my people? I trust that yeah. you talk to my audience. And when he walked in, He knew we were high beta. And when I mean high beta, for the audience, it is your brain waves. When you're high beta, you are, you know, like your kids, a 12 Uh, uh, or uh, a 2, like up there, right? And he said, so what he did is he walked into it and he told us to close our eyes. Mm -hmm. And he was preparing us so that we would start feeling Mm -hmm. today in the moment, Mm -hmm. that precise moment, Mm -hmm. how we would feel the exhilarance, everything of having jumped, of having passed our fear, Mm -hmm. of having gone through Mm -hmm. that Mm zipline. And he did it for that process. Then he went on our life and he guided us on imagining our best selves Mm -hmm. personally. Then Mm -hmm. he went through our family. Then he went through our business. Mm -hmm. And when we opened our eyes, almost three hours had passed. We couldn't believe. And he says, that is meditation. Yeah. So it wasn't this woo woo mantra from India let's yeah. yeah but I mean with all due respect of yeah, course yeah, for sure. the people yeah. that are that, that that do that but yeah. for us in this crazy western world yeah. meditate really is to become familiar yeah. so we came we became familiar with our current mm-hmm. fears or our current feelings that mm-hmm. stopped us from being who we are mm-hmm. and then we identified them so that When they come up, we catch them and we go, oops, fuera, Mm -hmm. (sighs) breathe out. Mm -hmm. And then we visualized how I would feel if I had that car, Mm -hmm. if I had that business, if Mm -hmm. I had that relationship, if I had a better relationship with my son, if uh, whatever it is. So what I learned is that the brain doesn't know the difference Mm -hmm. between what already happened Mm -hmm. down here in the 3D world and what's out there, and that's and that's how people visualize. Yeah, so to me, it was the power of visualization. So when I left there, and at, the way I felt, I said, "Oh my God, I want to do this again, mm-hmm. and I want to learn because if I start feeling happy, then I won't depend on my team making me happy, mm-hmm. on my son's reaction to me, mm-hmm. and and that is that is what I consider in a way uh, being spiritual. It is when we go within." Everything we seek, we already are. Mm -hmm. And as a woman, a big breakthrough, Jose, that that you understand Mm -hmm. with all the Latino women that are around you and Mm -hmm. women in general, not just Latino, that you serve as well from politicians to to great business women is we somehow inherited Mm -hmm. these crazy nonsense limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. that you complete me. That's Mm -hmm. great for a movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not great in in the world. Mm-hmm. I am not half. You are not half. Mm-hmm. You are not half. Mm-hmm. You are not half. Mm-hmm. We are complete. And if you are going to find in the personal relationship with your son, with your mother, with your with your not your better half because yeah. he or she is not your better half. He or she is your amazing Mirror, yeah, you're amazing, complete person. Partner, the minute and, I mean, you realize you're yeah. complete, then you don't need a people, a place, mm-hmm. or a thing to make you happy. Mm-hmm. You wake up, and you already are. Yeah. And then you just share that with someone else. Mm-hmm. So, to me, spirituality is the ability, however you want to. So, for some people, it's prayer. For some people, it's another type of meditation. For some people, it's mantras. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The answer is never in your environment mm-hmm. it is never in a person mm-hmm. in a place or a thing you must go within mm-hmm. because that's where the answer is so to me that is spirituality the capacity to mm-hmm. close my eyes and go to source and and breathe and i combine in my morning routine meditation mm-hmm. with wim hof uh mm-hmm. breathwork mm-hmm. i love wim hof breathwork yeah. Yeah. because it allows us along with meditation to live in the parasympathetic system and not in the sympathetic system. The sympathetic system is a fight or flight mode. It's react, ah, traffic, whatever. And the ideal is to be not Zen be yourself, but to be more time mm-hmm. in, in a place where we don't react to things. And that way we can become the observer. So I also became uh, obsessed with that breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the privilege of getting to know him. He's an incredible person. We're very good friends now mm-hmm. as a family. And uh, he taught me how to go beyond my mind and go into ice. Mm-hmm. And my morning routine is, is uh, three times a week, 4.30 a.m. in the morning for mm-hmm. a long meditation uh, of, uh, of the Dr. Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. then the Wim Hof breath, and then cold shower. Mm-hmm. And twice a week. I go into the ice three to five minutes. I submerge myself in ice at zero degrees.
0: Do you, you, have, the, do you have the the ice like the hot tub at yes, home? Or? I,
1: no, I, I have my own portable one. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. And you just put ice when yeah. it's zero degrees yeah. and you go inside. Well, if yeah. you go to a hotel and there's plunge pools mm-hmm. that are at eight or seven, uh, ten degrees, that's okay. You just go inside mm-hmm. and you're there three, you do that three time, minutes. Three times a week. Yes,
0: and you're in there for how many minutes?
1: Three to five minutes It was suggested. Uh, when I train a little bit more yeah. or I'm in a situation, I meditate more. Yeah. And I am in the ice for 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. Amazing. I mean, let, when
1: I do, that's my morning routine. Ooh. Water yeah. uh, uh, with light lemon. And mm-hmm. then after half an hour, then I go to the coffee and then I can engage, engage with emails, etc. And then I go out and train.
0: Amazing. I mean, listen, guys, I'm going to say it again. Repeat, put this podcast on repeat because if you want to be a successful man or woman, uh, do what Erica's doing. The ice, the, the plunging in ice is, is tough. I mean, it's it's all mental, but it you, you, like Tony does, it, he's got a whole like pool yeah, in yeah. his Palm Beach home. I, I, mean,
1: I met yeah. Wim Hof because of Tony. Yeah. Because what Tony does is everything that he uses, that he adopts it, he then shares it. Yeah. You should do the experience of the, of, of
0: I, the ice. I, I should. And I you should. should also
1: come to me with one of the, of the retreats of Dr. Do. I mean it. We're right going
0: we're, we're to get this. We're, I'm, I'm, I'm setting out the pocket. Let's, okay. let's make, let's make let's this care. happen. Erica, thank you so much for, for being on the show. We're going to have to do this again because there's so much information that you've given. Thank you for being, I mean, the amazing person that you are. Thank you for inspiring so many people. You inspire me. I know we're going to do this again. And we're going to continue growing here at VIP. Um, we're going to continue helping you to make sure that you reach the next level.
1: Thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for having me here, and uh, and that's it. Thank you to all the audience that listened and uh, DM me if you need anything or or want to talk.
0: We'll put we'll put her Instagram and everything and and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. We love you. Thank you so much. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you.